Happy Friday, welcome to the show. Today we got acupuncture, fake nursing degrees, and Heidi Montag plastic surgery revelations. Oh my, it's gonna be a great show on Nip Talk and it's starting right now. Live from Lincoln Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talk. An honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle. With your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer, Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. With me, as always, Sarah Bennett, co-host. In the box, we got the man, the legend, Travis. What's up, dude? How you doing? What's happening? What's happening? I have a guest as well. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do have a guest. Yeah, yeah. we have a guest. I'm going to let her slide in. Go ahead. Hi. <laughs> That's my daughter. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if you guys keep up with the uh, weather with the Dallas Metroplex, but right. it's been a snowstorm. So my daughter's out of school. Yeah. Speaking of which, driving here, like it was is. Was it bad driving for you? It was 50 degrees outside and the, it was just wet, but people yeah. were acting like it was snow. Yeah, I think what was happening. They're slamming on their brakes yeah. as soon as they go over bridges. I'm like, what? Yes, yeah, so I was about on? to say the same thing. Like, traffic was going pretty fine, and then you get to a bridge and be like, Arr! I was like, is there a wreck? And no. And no, it's not. I think it's just like, maybe it's like the glare of the yeah, water. Yeah, people would see it, they would freak out. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, like, I, I, I'm actually like happy that people are at least being cautious. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if for anybody who's watching that's not from Dallas, people here drive crazy fast, which is fine when the weather's nice, but. Like in the ice and snow, people still drive crazy fast. Yeah. And then people are just well, like, I just I just turned on my four wheel drive. I was like, yeah. it's gonna be wet outside. So oh yeah, big time. I'm just gonna turn it on. Did you okay, case. so uh, so everybody's watching is not from Dallas. So there was a huge ice storm on Monday, Tuesday, and yeah. Wednesday, right? So right. essentially the Metroplex has been shut down since, you know, Monday afternoon. I, I did surgeries Monday morning. And then, uh, like, it started getting bad. I went home. And then, luckily, I only had, like, clinics on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So those were just canceled, more or less. I did go out Tuesday just briefly, and I went out Thursday. But did you guys get out on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? Um, so my, this entire week, my daughter didn't have school. Oh, okay. And then... So you probably were at home, right? Yeah. Oh, and then nice. everything was cool at my house until last night the, the electricity went out. It oh, went out for over no. 24 hours. So it went out at 5 a.m. Oh, no. And then it didn't come back on. Or Did your house get really cold? Hours, but. No, it's because my house is fairly new. So it has a spray foam insulation. And that's okay. like the best so holds, one you can get. Uh, yeah, it holds insulation pretty well. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So it'll, it got to like 54. Uh, and I keep, still my, a chilly. I keep my house at 64. Okay, so for you, it's like just maybe slightly down. I yeah. am super hot natured. Are you really? Yeah. Yes. What about you, Travis? Did you have to get out in all this craziness or no? Um, so I did. I came up here one day. Oh, um, man. I hope you got paid overtime for that. <laughs> no, we did not. Um, maybe what? like where's hazard. The, where's the boss? I mean, we got to get hazard pay. Right, we need some hazard pay or something like that. at least have four-wheel drive? You said what? Do you at least have four-wheel drive? No, I have a, a Grand Cherokee, but it doesn't have four-wheel drive. Uh -oh. Doesn't yep. have four wheel drive, but it wasn't that slick. Like this was yesterday too. So yeah. yesterday, yesterday wasn't terrible. Yesterday was fine. Yeah, yesterday it was a little bit more like melted. So yeah. Um, but other than that, I kind of just stayed in. Wednesday, I swear the roads were just like pure ice. Like it oh, wasn't yeah. snow. It was just pure ice. Like yeah. it was. Yeah. It was bad, bad. Yeah. There were so many. There were even on our driveway. 
Oh, it was really? like straight ice. It was very frozen. The, yeah. Even driving here, I saw probably a dozen cars still in the ditch from like the past two days. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were doing radio from like the closet, from like our houses. Oh, were you? Yeah, we were like patching into the station. So well, <laughs> it was nice. quite an adventure. It was quite yeah. an adventure. Well, and of course, you know, school was out. So like everyone's, you know, mm-hmm. had kids, had all the kids just cooped up. And my daughter was begging me to get out. She's like, can I come, come to the studio? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so anyway, uh, all right. Well, yeah. So I guess with the week of uh, ice apocalypse, I mean, there's not much you know exciting to talk about. Um, yeah, there people call it like Dalaska. That's what it was called. Dalaska. What does Dalaska, that mean? Dalaska, like Dallas, Alaska. Oh, <laughs> it's like a Dallas, affectionate Alaska. nickname when it get cold. They, it's like they Dalaska. come. Yeah, they come up with a different like. It was like legit this time though. I mean, sometimes they close like schools or work. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. Yeah. Sometimes they like close Alaska. stuff because it's like you know a little. But this was like legit, like just ice, like huge, huge amounts of ice. Yeah, because of like the thunder sleet or whatever they oh, were calling man. it. It was just straight up like frozen yeah. raindrops. You know, I've lived in the north. I lived <laughs> in I lived in Kentucky for a while, which is not really the north. That's like the Midwest. But I lived in Michigan, mm-hmm. and like when I was in Michigan, like there was basically snow on the ground. I mean, almost the entire year, except for like July and August. But I'll tell you, it wasn't ice like it is here. Like something about this area, like we don't get snow, we just get pure ice. And mm-hmm. and then people drive like 200 miles per hour and it's just chaos. Yeah, it was, uh, somebody else was saying too that I think like people would have like ice on their cars and then they would get on the freeway to like, drive. <laughs> yeah, and the ice would just come off yeah, yeah, and, and hit people's cars. Like, yeah. yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm ready for summer, man. I'm ready. Bring on summer, forget this yeah. like winter stuff. I'm ready. All right, I guess we should roll into our first segment. And so um, this one I uh, thought was interesting because something that I get asked about in my office, you know, so being a doctor and, you know, people ask me about medical stuff, you know, sometimes not related to plastic surgery. And so I get asked about alternative therapies. And so this is something that I've gotten asked about a couple of times. And so uh, today I want to talk about acupuncture. So. Uh, and so this, what I, my title is, is acupuncture, acu, blah, 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 is acupuncture on point or what's the point? Meaning, is it good or is it bad? And so I thought that we'd kind of go through it and, and, you know, see what it's used for and then mm-hmm. and look at some of the research papers about it because they, those do actually exist. So, it, so it, have you had acupuncture or Travis or has you or anyone you known had acupuncture? Yes, you, I have not, but I know people. You who know have. people have had it. Travis, do you know people have had it? Um, I don't. I don't know anyone who's had uh, yeah, acupuncture. I, I personally don't either, outside of maybe like a patient or something that mentioned they had it, like personally, like a friend of mine. But I'll tell you, you know, it's possible that somebody's had it and they just, you know, have never come out in conversation. Um, but it is, a, a, it's a very ancient medical treatment. Yeah. So I want to do like a little kind of like side thing here. So this is one of the ancient medical treatments that still is used today. And so I wanted to pull up some of the things very similar and compare how old they are. So Travis, I, I got a slide, so throw it up here. So so uh, these are six things I found that are ancient therapies that we still use today. And the first one is, is cataract surgery. So Sushruta, who's this famous physician in India from thousands of years ago, actually was doing and describing cataract surgeries. Mm-hmm. And this was done 2,600 years ago. So that'd be what, 600 BC, crazy. Uh, next was acupuncture. So this is kind of going from like most recent to most ancient. Next was acupuncture. So that was actually uh, first described in China about 3,000 years ago. So that's pretty old. Suturing of wounds goes all the way back to Egypt and about 3,100 years ago. Uh, so that's pretty ancient therapy we still use. 
aspirin use. Now, of course, they didn't call it aspirin. It was willow bark, I think, is what the derivative of aspirin was. That was actually first used, again, in Egypt 3,500 years ago. Tracheostomy, so do you guys know what tracheostomy is? Have you heard? do with your throat, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Travis? Um, is it something like with your throat? Yes. <laughs> I just said that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so tracheostomy is when someone has Cheater. some sort of airway obstruction, like in the mouth or like the, the back of the throat. So a tracheostomy goes through the trachea at the skin, kind of right about the level of your collarbone. Mm -hmm. So that was actually described in Egypt in, uh, so it's 5,600 years ago. So that's what, gosh, 4,600 BC. It's crazy. And the last one, morphine use. So this was the most ancient medical treatment that we still use today. So that was actually described in ancient Mesopotamia. So it was use of the poppy mm -hmm. uh, for, which is what morphine is derived from. And that was 8,000 years ago. So 6,000 BC. So I thought that's pretty cool. Like it's one of the most ancient, uh, therapies that we still actually use today along with these other things. So that's pretty kind of cool. So it was first documented in a medical textbook in uh, China in 100 BC. So even though it's out like thousands of years prior, it actually is documented in a medical textbook. And the name of this textbook cracks me up. So it was the Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine. Oh. It's kind of a random title, right? I mean. Sounds like witchcraft. It sounds like witchcraft. I thought it was a very creative title for something that's 2,200 year, years old. I, I don't know who the Yellow Emperor Well, I probably should have looked that up. The Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine. It's a very lofty title. Yeah. I kind of want to read it, honestly. Anyway, uh, so what is acupuncture? So acupuncture, as you probably know, uses needles. Now, these needles are very, very fine. So they're not like the needles that you would get like an IV from. I, I, I bet they're very similar to the like a tattoo needle, like they're very, very fine. And so those needles are inserted into the skin um, to treat various health problems. And then the needles are either manipulated manually so the acupuncturist moves them around a bit to do, do the treatment, or sometimes they'll actually apply electricity to them. Oh. Yeah, so that's called electroacupuncture, which I didn't know that existed. So, so how does it work, right? So, you know, being the doctor, I'm like, okay, well, how exactly does this work? Well, that's not 100% understood how it works. Um, there's evidence that it does have effect on your nervous system, so your nerves, as well as other body tissues, and also that it has non-systemic effects. So a non-systemic effect is basically placebo. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you tell somebody, I'm going to do this treatment, and you do it, and they feel better. Yeah. And so there is at least some amount of placebo with acupuncture. What I thought was interesting, though, so, you know, this was used in ancient China, right? And so this mm -hmm. tr the traditional Chinese medicine described these meridian lines in our body. So they, they, they thought that there were these, these channels of energy through which qi, you've heard qi, right? Yeah. I say that sometimes like, and I didn't really know what I was saying. Like, I, I mean, I guess I kind of knew, but I'll say something like, oh man, that really messed up my qi. Like, you know, that messed yeah. up my like, you know, my mojo or whatever. So they described qi as your life force and, mm -hmm. and the life force would flow through these meridian lines. And what, what they believed happened was that these meridian lines would get blocked. And so your chi or your life force couldn't flow through. And by, by using the acupuncture needles in these meridian lines, they felt that that would stimulate the meridian lines and allow the chi or the life force to, to flow through. Okay. Now, of course, there's really no like basis of this in modern medicine. I mean, like we haven't just, we haven't discovered chi or meridian lines or any of that. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say that it's completely nonsense, but I'm just saying it doesn't necessarily jive with modern medicine. But all of that being said, 
I mean, you, you can't deny that there is uh, some effectiveness to acupuncture, and yeah. so that's kind of uh, yeah. Also, it wouldn't still be around. Right. Well, and that's exactly right. So, uh, you know, as you know, it's very ancient. Um, it really has gained a lot of popularity in the last fifty years. Like in the nineteen seventies, it kind of made a resurgence. You know, I guess with you know the people being able to travel more freely and people going you know to the Far East and coming back mm -hmm. and you know to Europe and America, it started to pick up popularity. So, so today in the United States. Annually, there's about 10 to 15 million people that get acupuncture. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty high number. Like I, I, I thought it maybe wouldn't be quite that many. What's more interesting is it, it gains about 50% more people about every 10 years. So, so it's 2023 now, I guess. So you know, if we have 10 to 15 million now, so in another 10 years, it'll be somewhere around 20, 25 million. Oh. So it's, it's gaining in popularity. And uh, as of now, Roughly 10% of the population in America has tried acupuncture. So one in 10. That's why I was curious, like asking you guys, you know, do you know anyone who's had it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't that I know of, but so, you know, the next thing is like, well, okay, what can you treat with this? So there actually was a list that was put out by Johns Hopkins. Travis, can you toss that up there? And I mean, you can blow that up on your computer if you want. It's got like a laundry list of things. And some of these are kind of, you know, uh, far out there as far as I'm concerned, but these are things that historically acupuncture has been used. I wanted to kind of narrow that down though, because that's just too much to even kind of wrap our heads around. So what I wanted to focus on was the, the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, have actually done research on what things acupuncture has been shown by research to be effective for. And so these are the things that popped up. So you got nausea, whether that be from surgery or chemotherapy, dental pain, addiction to drugs or alcohol, Headaches and migraines, that one always pops up with acupuncture. Menstrual cramps, like I, I was kind of surprised to see that one there. Tennis elbow, that makes sense. That's a nerve compression you know, issue or a, mm -hmm. you know, a, uh, a inflammation of a nerve. So that could essentially, uh, that makes sense. Fibromyalgia, which is you know, a, a kind of a self-reported pain issue. That makes sense. Myofascial pain. Osteoarthritis, you hear about that one. Neck and back pain. Carpal tunnel syndrome, again, nerves. And then asthma, which I thought was interesting. And so um, I, I actually looked through all these studies and I thought about like pulling them up, but really I'd just be pulling up like, you know, blocks of text. So I'm yeah. just going to kind of summarize them for you guys. Uh, the, the NIH did what are, are, are considered like uh, review studies. So they look at every study related to acupuncture and say headache. And, and so for each of those ones that was on that list, there was between 10 and 20 individual research papers that showed that acupuncture either had a, an effectiveness in treating that either alone or in conjunction with other modalities. Meaning, you know, if somebody had headaches, they were trying one thing, uh, that was one group, and then they would try that same thing plus acupuncture, mm -hmm. and the group that tried both did better. So that would be a, in conjunction, you know, more effective. Oh, okay. And so I, I thought that was pretty powerful, you know, with each one of those, you were looking at 10 to 20 studies that show that there is definitely some effectiveness to acupuncture in and treating them and you know it's like it, for me as a physician i'm like okay how exactly does that work and you know I, I i don't have a great answer outside of i definitely think that there is like you know some placebo effect to it i mean that mm -hmm. there i mean that's well documented that there is also too you know i kind of feel like acupuncture might almost be in akin to something like meditation you know um there's definitely some research out there that shows that people who you know meditate or focus on something will we'll see an improvement in whatever it is that they're, you know, yeah. focusing about. So I think that there's some of that. As yeah. far as like the medical and affecting, you know, chi or life force, I mean, that's a stretch for me. I mean, it's hard for me to, to embrace that. Yeah.
but I, I think that it's it sounds like it's something that you should try if there's like if you I have some it, of those issues that are right, and, and and maybe like modern medicine is offering you some amount of you know effectiveness, mm -hmm. but maybe not quite as much as you want, and you want to just yeah. you know go go the maximum and, and try something else. Yeah. So I mean, I, it doesn't hurt to try. Right, and so yeah. okay, let's talk about that. So risks of, of acupuncture, it's very 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 minimal. Like these needles are tiny. You know, I mean, I guess there's maybe in the history of acupuncture, there's been the risk of somebody puncturing something that was, you know, dangerous, like your intestine or something, but that's not a, a common thing at all. Like, I mean, that's a, a, a very rare extreme thing. Mm -hmm. The biggest risk would be related to infection, you know, because yeah. you're piercing your skin. And so I think that was more of an issue, you know, 50 years ago when this was making a resurgence or certainly in ancient times. Nowadays, the needles are, are disposable, you know, so it's not like they're washing the needles in the sink in between patients, right? They, they got like a fresh pack. You know, it's like when you get a yeah. tattoo, right? They use yeah. a fresh needle every time. So um, so as far as the risks go, you're right. I mean, it's, it's very minimal to no risk. Yeah. Um, but I would say that if you're going to get acupuncture, you know, don't go get it under the bridge, you know, downtown, right? Go to a... Yeah, that wouldn't be... There is licensed acupuncturist, yeah. you know, so if you're going to... A lot of chiropractors do acupuncture, I've heard. Uh, do they? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, because a lot of people go into chiropractic offices for really? pain. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them practice that. That's very interesting. I'm gonna have to like look into that. I, yeah. I didn't know that there was one of my one of my. See, friends. that's why you're here to bring up these things that I don't <laughs> think about. I'm yeah, saying. one of my friends, uh, the person that I know, yeah. that does it. He he has a bad back, so he really said that he's done acupuncture. Okay, so did your friend say that? He, he said he, he he didn't notice a difference, but really? he has like like really bad back yeah, so issues. it's like pretty severe stuff yeah like he has scoliosis oh, some yeah. type some like herniated discs and like yeah that would be crap. a tough ask of acupuncture yeah like, i don't out. know if little baby needles are gonna help you bro. <laughs> they need to bring out the big needles <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know like I, I always you know for something like this it's always considered like you know what i do this myself i mean i don't know maybe i mean right now i don't feel like i have any you know major issues also, yeah. my just general neuroticism that I need to like, you know, yeah. be treated. I'd but. be interested to like see like where they put the needles according because I know there's certain parts of your body where they put them to focus. Right, it's in like on the meridian lines. The pain. Like so that's like if you I, have yeah. So if you have like a headache or like chronic yeah. migraines, like where they would put the needle. So I, I wonder would where guess would be. like you know that's a great question. I would guess that you know for headaches, you know headaches are as are, are come about from your muscles on your scalp. Mm -hmm. Like your that's why Botox helps. You know. Yeah, you know, I. Because I have a history of migraines, mm -hmm. and I, had, oh, and I used to have seizures. So Oh, wow. Yeah, I think you mentioned ago. that before, yeah. Yeah. So they told me that I, if they kept giving me problems, that I could get Botox. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. So I will tell you, uh, I don't advertise in my office that we do Botox for headaches, but almost all of my patients who, who have a history of headaches who get Botox will say the Botox like, either eliminates their headaches or dramatically decreases yeah. the frequency and in yeah. fact they, a lot my wife for example will say i know my botox is wearing off because i'm starting to get headaches again which is kind yeah. of funny well i have a habit of like going like this whenever i'm concentrating like, like frowning yeah. you have a habit of frowning mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm just yeah. kidding i do it's called rbf <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> all right so acupuncture um you know i, I think that if you're interested in it Talk to your doctor. Uh, you know, the only thing I'd say about talking to your doctor, I'm sure there's some doctors out there who would probably just say, oh, that's total nonsense. It's not going to help you. I mean, the research suggests otherwise, you know, but I would definitely say that I would be hesitant to tell you to go into acupuncture thinking it's going to solve all your ills. You know, if you go in thinking this might help me, 
I, I think there's a chance that you could find some benefit from it, but it's definitely not a, a cure-all. So Yeah. So anyway, all right, acupuncture. Yeah, let me know if you've had acupuncture or if uh, you know you have questions about it, please leave us a comment. We, we'd love to answer your questions. So, all right, I got another kind of crazy story to talk about. So, all right, we kind of take for granted, right, that when we go to a professional, that person's properly trained, right? I mean, you just kind of assume that. Yeah. And we've talked about fake plastic surgeons before. Mm -hmm. Now there's a new news story out this past week. Have you guys heard about the almost 8,000 fake nurses that were released out into the wild? Have you guys heard about this? Well, you talked about it last show, I feel like. Oh, I did? I, feel I think like I had brought it up. About license. Or, you brought yeah. it up, Travis? Yeah, I brought it up last time. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. Nice. I should have given you credit for the story. <laughs> nah, you, I was like, I you, you mentioned it, and my wife, it. you know, my wife mentioned it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell wide. But um, so, yeah, so, so there's almost 8,000 fake nurses out I'm like, there. That chick's face looks super weird. Uh, I'm going to talk about that too. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> so like there's a... almost 8,000 <laughs> fake what? nursing diplomas that were sold in this like kind of fraudulent scheme. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, where do you think this happened? Come on. Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida. Yes. <laughs> what is up with Florida? Like I told you, the only people who go there to live that are not from there, sketchy people. <laughs> I swear. Like, if you're not from Florida, but you Dude, move you know to how, Florida, there's some, you're, you know how last week things. we were talking about how long is it going to be until we have a story about a bad plastic yeah, surgeon? We should, week. okay, we're going to start a new trend of how medical, long is it going to be until we have another story filter. about Florida doing something crazy. Oh. Yeah, so it will never run out. Right. It's uh, well, I mean, it has daily. to be related to the show, though. You're right. It could, it would never run out. But I mean, as far as related to the show, it's like almost not every single time. It's like, but we, when we talk about bad stuff, it's often, it's, I don't know what's going on. Is it something in the water down there? I mean, I don't know. It's a beautiful place. I love the I vacation. Mean, I told you it, it is called the armpit of America, isn't it? Or Florida? I don't, like so. I don't think so. I don't think so. One time I was, it was a rapper from down there. He said the reason why people in Florida are so off the wall is because they breathe the same air as the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> that was his theory behind some pre, the well, pre We're going to have to do some research on that. All right. So, oh, by the way, that picture, throw that picture up again, Travis. Yeah. I was like, there's something wrong with you, Okay. Face. So, you know what I did? She I actually, I like. used AI to create that picture. So I, I, was, I was looking for a photo to um, uh, make for, you know, the nurse, you know, like something with a nurse and a diploma. So I, I have a couple of AIs I use. So I plugged in surprise nurse holding diploma and that's what popped up. And I was like, yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, but you're right. She looks she almost looks like she's- looks like an alien. Like she's, that looks scary. Like she's possessed. I, was, I, I kind of put it in there to see if you guys would notice. I was like laughing when I was making that. Of course I added, you know, the, the New York Times and the little emoji. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like this: AI has to be stopped. <laughs> it has to be stopped. Dude, that is, we, we that is could terrifying. do a, we could do a whole like episode about that Chat GPT. Like it's going crazy, man. I think it's coming self-aware. Like Skynet's here. It's, I haven't <laughs> used it yet. You haven't? It is wild. I mean, <laughs> what, what did she say? What did you say? She says she loves she, AI. See, it's getting to our kids, man. They're, they're like brainwashing. <laughs> it's getting needs, to our she kids, needs man. She needs to watch Dude, all the movies may, about AI turning on you. We may have to do a segment. I know it's kind of off topic for what we do, but we may have to do a segment about the chat GPT because that thing is... I, we talked about it like briefly yeah, a month did. or so you told, ago. You said you wanted it to write a paper or an essay yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the thing is like yeah. unbelievable. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, the picture. Yeah. <laughs> 
we've derailed the show. It's fine. We're good. All right, back on track. So yeah, I made the AI picture. I thought it was funny. I, I want to see if you guys would notice that something was off. That you made like a lizard woman. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't ask it to be a lizard nurse. I just said make a nurse. Oh. That's what it gave me. I don't know. AI said lizard. <laughs> AI, AI is lizard people. Okay, so there's three schools in Florida that have since been closed. Uh, Siena College, Palm Beach School of Nursing, and the Sacred Heart uh, International Institute that were nursing schools. Palm Beach sounds sketchy right off the bat. Word. So over two dozen people have been charged by the U.S. Justice Department. And you know what they charged them with? It was wire fraud. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I guess... Like they wire, like banking wiring? I guess wire meaning like over like communications, like oh. internet or phone, I think, or mail. I, mm -hmm. I guess not mail fraud, but wire fraud. Yeah. So these people are facing 20 years in prison. Um, so it involved RN and LVN degrees, and they were sold reportedly for between ten dollars and $20,000. So they would go out and solicit people. I mean, I don't know what these people think. This reminds me of the guy last week that had the fake COVID shots or real COVID shots that he was giving out. Not by not giving the shot and giving them that thing, you know, where they would ask people who wanted to do this. I mean, you know that that's wrong, right? I mean, these people at the nursing school had to understand that. One, it's like ten to get, how much? How much was it? Ten thousand dollars. Ten to twenty thousand dollars. Like, but nurses really don't make that much to. Oh, like, we're gonna talk I mean, about that. I mean, I know nurses make a good amount of money, but yeah, but right, but. For, think, for you to spend $20,000 on it. But think about how much nursing school costs. It's, it's like going to college. I get, I mean, I mean, it is. It's much cheaper to get a fake one. I mean, I guess, but you have to, do you have to pay it all at once? Cause it's fake. Like well, you yeah, just probably. have to like I mean, it's 000. shady. It's like, it's like, like $20,000. It's like a drug deal, right? Like, I'm sure, you know, the yeah. drug dealers don't take credit, right? I'm sure like the shady, like nursing yeah. degree sellers probably don't take credit either. I think that's so weird. Yeah, ten to like twenty thousand. Like if you're really hurting to be a nurse. Well, think about it though. So, say you wanted to be a nurse, right? I mean, I mean, paying the devil's advocate. So you want to be a nurse, but you know, one maybe you can't get to nursing school because I mean, you have to have certain grades to get into that, mm -hmm. or you don't have the money, you know, to get into nursing school. And these people are saying, look, for fifteen thousand bucks, we'll get you a nursing degree, and you can start being a nurse right away. Be like, I mean, it's definitely cheaper. I mean, it's, I'm not saying you should do this, obviously, but but I can see why they found people, you know, yeah. that were unscrupulous. So, uh, so this went on between 2016 and 2021. So for five years, this went on and the nurses went on to work in Florida, Ohio, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Georgia, Maryland, and Texas. And Texas. And remember I, t I, I mentioned that, um, you know, my, my wife was talking about this. Well, because when she heard about this, you know, she, I don't know if I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this. My wife is the executive director for student health at the University of North Texas. I mean, she oversees, I don't know how many employees she has, like a hundred maybe? I don't know. I mean, it's a huge, massive building. It's like not as big as a hospital, but there's tons of people there. And so when this story broke, you know, she had to go and check and see if any of her nurses like had degrees from these places between 2016 and 2021. I don't think she found any, but. That's uh, scary. Yeah, I've definitely crazy. heard about like online schools giving out like fake, um, GEDs. Fake GEDs. High school diplomas and stuff really? like that. Really? Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, people will do anything to make a buck. I just don't know how people don't think that they're not going to get caught. Like, if you're out there saying, hey, I will give you this fake diploma for money, I mean, you have to know that that's a crime, right? And eventually someone's going to say something. I mean, yeah, it's not something you can keep secret. I, I just don't understand it. Uh, I mean, and obviously it is a crime. And, and the biggest thing is not only is it risk to public safety, because now you have 8,000 nurses out there who don't necessarily know what they're doing 
Uh, but it also like erodes the public trust, right? I mean, you know, with with COVID and like the, the vaccine stuff. I mean, I, I think that you know the the general public in America is like a little wary of you know healthcare to a degree, or at least some people are. And so this is just like another thing that just erodes the trust. And it's all because you know people wanted to make a quick dollar, mm -hmm. you know, and do something shady. Like it's bad news. But it is. also, it's kind of interesting. Like I just wonder, you know. I mean, do you think they figured this out because nurses would show up at a hospital? I mean, none of them had done it in nursing school. I mean, so they would show or up at a hospital. Maybe they did go to nursing school and they just didn't graduate. Like no, like I, I, I can't imagine there'd be that many that like that went to nursing school. Or maybe they school. couldn't pass the the license for no, because that so that's actually separate. So you have to have your diploma first, and then you. So I guess these people did have to oh, pass the licensing. They would have to unless they're getting fake licensing too. I don't know. That's a good question. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe they went to college. They just couldn't get yeah, past the courses. Get, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's interesting. I have no idea. So I did want to talk about, you know, how to become a nurse legitimately, because I do think the nursing is a great, great career. I mean, I, I obviously, have, I have my mom is, and then my sister's a nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioner. I, yeah, you mentioned yeah. that. I'd forgotten that, but that's, yeah, and that's I great. wanted to be a nurse. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> but I got a degree in health instead. Okay. Very good. Um, well, I work with a ton of nurses. I think, I think a lot of nurses, I have a lot of nurses that are, that are good friends of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just want to talk about if, you know, obviously don't do this shady thing where you get a fake degree, but how would you go about becoming, you know, a, a nurse like legitimately? And so, so there's, there's, there's a couple uh, like levels of nursing. So I'm going to start with RN, so registered nurse. And there's actually two levels of that. There's a, uh, associate's degree in nursing and then a bachelor's. So, for associate's degree in nursing, it's it's two years after high school that you, that you do to get your associate's degree. Now, I will say that recently, kind of the standard of care in the industry has gone to where you have to have a bachelor's. And so if you have an associate's degree in nursing, a lot of hospitals won't hire you. So although there is a two-year degree for RN, and most people say that it's not really worth anything anymore. So you have to do the four-year plan. So, so the four-year bachelor's degree is, you know, you graduate from high school, you apply to the program, you do, you know, two to three years of classwork and then one to two years of clinical. So a total of four, however mm -hmm. they divide it up, either two and two or three and one. Um, and then uh, you have to pass the, the nursing exam. So that's the next part. And then you have to obtain a state license. And so if you get your RN, so the average pay for an RN, and this is just average, it varies a lot by where you live, like what specific, specific job you're doing. Um, it's sixty to seventy-five thousand a year, so mm -hmm. pretty good money. I mean, definitely nothing wrong with that. And there is the option to go further because you, you think you said your sister's a nurse practitioner, yeah. so that's another level up. Of course, it requires more training. Yeah, my mom, she's she was an RN, but she became um, the manager, like the head nurse. Oh, okay, for, like uh, charge nurse or like nurse well, yeah, supervisor. Yeah, um, at for Tarrant County Public Health. So oh, okay. my mom so was in charge of yeah. like. Right. Three or four clinics. And and stuff, I think that's so. one of the coolest things about nursing, and, and it has even more flexibility than I think, you know, having an MD in that there are just so many different directions you can go with it. Like, I mean, obviously there's nurses on the floor at a hospital, then there's nurses in, you know, in the OR, you know, there's nurses in the ER, there's, you know, nurses that, that I work with that do wound care. Then there's like all of the administrative side that you can get into, which really doesn't translate as well with doctors. I mean, you can like as a doctor be, um, 
like a chief medical officer of a facility, like that's something you could do. But there, I think there's a lot more options with nursing, you know, mm -hmm. that you can do uh, in the, on the more administrative side. So, and then uh, outside of RN, then there's LVN. So LVN is like a step down from an RN. So this is where you complete a 12 month or one year program after high school. Uh, it has, you know, some classwork and clinicals, and then um, you go on, you have to pass a separate exam. Uh, average pay for them is around 50,000. So a little bit less for, for doing that, but, but definitely, you know, I mean, a, a, a nice, good salary doing something to help people. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Now, I know a lot of nurses that get their LVN and they go on and get an RN. There's a nurse, a great nurse in my wound clinic named Alice, who's about to get her RN. Congratulations, Alice, if you're watching. I know you're going to do pass your test. So, but yeah, yeah nursing, it's a great field. But don't get a fake nursing degree. Yeah, you know, I hate fake plastic surgeons. And, I, and I, I don't hate fake nurses. I can hate fake plastic surgeons. I don't hate fake nurses, but I don't like that. Don't be fake. It's yeah. Bad. No. I mean, it's just bad. All bad. All right. Dangerous business. It is dangerous, right? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some danger to it. So. People be crazy. From Florida, mostly. <laughs> Florida. All right. We're starting the clock. So we've gone one week without a plastic surgeon doing something bad. We've got zero weeks on the Florida counter. We should have like a little, like a, a whiteboard. I'm, I'm going to bring a whiteboard in and we can like put a mark. It's been one week since we've had a bad story about Florida. That's so shady. Crazy stuff. All right. We're going to talk about some celebrity plastic surgery. All right. Do you guys remember? Again. <laughs> what? Crazy celebrities. Plastic surgery. <laughs> do you guys remember Heidi Montag? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I, I watch her. It. I watch her husband all the time. On, really? He's like super famous on TikTok for uh, feeding uh, hummingbirds. You are kidding me. I'm not. Heidi Mont is Mont is it Montag or Mont? I don't know. Montag, right? Travis, help Who's us out. Who's to say? I believe I wasn't the biggest fan of that show coming up, but I think it was yeah. Heidi Montag. Montag, yeah, that's what I think. I just want to make sure I didn't pronounce it wrong. All right, so all I remember about her, so I was, I mean, obviously I've done some research in the past, you know, a few days, but. All I remember about her is she was on some reality show and there was all this like st talk about her in the media because she had a bunch of plastic surgery. That's all I remember. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I couldn't remember. She what she yeah, she looked like she got some stuff done to her oh, face. Oh, man, it's crazy. All right, so why she kind of popped back up in the news is she recently revealed a bunch of details about her extensive plastic surgery on the podcast called Broad Ideas with Rachel Bilson. Not familiar with it. You guys heard of that podcast? I mean, it has to be pretty... Big, I guess, to get Heidi yeah. Montag to come on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I didn't, um, I didn't know about that, but she, she was on this uh, podcast and she was talking about, you know, all these plastic surgery rumors that popped up, and it was, it was honestly, I was sad when I, when I read it. Like, I, I just felt bad for her, and it makes me kind of angry. Uh, and I guess this is almost like, <laughs> like a plastic surgeon doing something bad. But this is like a long time ago, so we're not going to count this. So we're not going to like ruin our streak of plastic surgeons doing crazy stuff. But uh, so, uh, so talking about her plastic surgery, um, you know, so of course she was on the reality show The Hills. Mm -hmm. Vaguely remember that was on MTV, and then she went on to do a bunch of other stuff. This is like in the mid two thousands. So when she was twenty years old, two thousand six, she had a rhinoplasty and breast augmentation. So you know, for somebody that's like on TV, I mean. Very common stuff, you know, touch up your nose, do breast augmentation, not uncommon for celebrities, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if that's where she would have stopped, then, you know, I don't think she probably would have ever been on the radar as far as, you know, issues with plastic yeah. surgery. But then in 2009, when she was 23, she had 10 surgeries in one day. 10 surgeries in one day. It's Well, it's one surgery, but 10 procedures. And she listed out some of them. So she had a brow lift, an ear pinning, 
chin reduction, a revision of her rhinoplasty, and a revision of her breast augmentation, along with five other procedures. And when I heard that, I just, I didn't realize that that was the thing. I mean, that's, that's in, insane. It was a 16-hour procedure. Why? Like, why would, like, why would a doctor? You're not going to believe this. Like, it just gets worse. So there was the surgeon. Um, his name was Dr. Frank Ryan, uh, who was a board-certified plastic surgeon, celebrity plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. And so he actually solicited her to do these procedures. Like, she did not come to him looking for plastic surgery. So was it for free? Yes. So he, I, I think he actually sent his people to her and said, hey, Dr. Ryan is willing to do plastic surgery on you for free. Uh, would you be willing to come in and have a consult? And so, you know, she's 23 years old. You know, there's all the pressure of Hollywood and being a celebrity, you know, and so she, she did that. And, and it gets even worse. When, when she got to, in there to do her consult, he started saying all these things that were wrong with her. Like, he started pointing out all these things that he called imperfections that he wanted to fix. And she, she was talking about how, like, it really, not a, a kind of upset her, but like, it kind of, you know, got into her head. Yeah. And she, she quoted, she said, oh my gosh, I didn't know that there was so much wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Which is just crazy. I mean, I don't know, this is where I started to, you know, get kind of like angry, you know, hearing about this because first off, you know, you have a, a plastic surgeon soliciting people for surgery. Like I would never like come to you, Sarah, and say, oh, hey, Sarah, you know, really want to, you know, I think you really need a nose job, you know, come see me. I mean, I don't even do nose jobs. I'm just like picking something out <laughs> yeah. of there, right? But like, I mean, I just think that that's like wrong. I mean, I would, if somebody asked me about something, I'm happy to give an opinion, but never in a million years would I go to someone and say, hey, oh, I think this is wrong with you, and I want, you know, I want you to come pay me, or even to do it for free, which is what he did. That's just straight up rude. I mean, it's, it's, I don't, it's almost, I feel like it's predatory, honestly. Mm -hmm. Well, she's so young, too. Yeah, she's so young, you know, she's just, you know, a, a budding celebrity, and he comes up and not only says, you know, I want to do surgery on you, but then he starts, like, suggesting all these different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's another thing that I never do, like, when I do consults in my office. Like, if somebody comes in and say, I, I have people ask me this, they'll be like, well, what do you think I need to have done? And I'm like, sorry, I don't, I don't do that. I mean, you tell me which you, you know, potentially want to change, and I'll give you my opinion, but yeah. I'm not going to tell you what surgeries you need to have done. That's just wrong. I, did, I feel like that's almost like abusing like your power as a doctor, right? Because, you know, they, a lot of people will think, oh, this is a plastic surgeon. And he says, I have this wrong with me. Even if they don't think that that's wrong with them. Yeah, when they look in the mirror. Then they're, they're all like going to be thinking about, about it, right? It. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, this Dr. Ryan, who I, I don't like at all. You keep saying was, does he not practice anymore? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so this guy was almost like a predator, you know, like, I mean, uh, it, it, just, it just made me feel gross, like reading about you know, her talking about her experience. And so anyway, so she had to done a 16 hour surgery, which I think is completely malpractice, like to do a 16 hour surgery on somebody. I mean, I do mommy makeovers. I limit them to like seven, like that's it. If somebody needs more, wants more surgery, then I'm like, look, I'm not going to do it. You have to break it up into two different days. Like th there's just a certain amount of time that's yeah. safe to be under anesthesia. So, you know, he did the 16 hour surgery after he, you know, was a predator to her. Like the whole thing is just horrible. Like criminal, honestly, I think it's almost criminal. Like I, I, I mean, if I was like on in charge of a medical board, like I would pull that guy's license for doing yeah. something like that. Anyway, so the, I don't have to do that because in 2010, so the year after he did all this, he drove his Jeep off a cliff and he died. So purposely? No, I don't. Well, I don't think so. They said it was an accident. 
I don't think he did on purpose. Like, it sounded like he had everything going pretty good. Mm. Yeah, he accidentally drove off a cliff and he died. So, and, and you know, it's funny because Heidi Mon Montag came out when that happened, and I almost feel like, and there's more to the story too, by the way, like her experience was very bad, but at the time no one really knew that. And so it, when, when he died, she, I don't know if she did on whatever the social media at the time was, what was it in 2010? Facebook? MySpace? Twitter. Twitter? Was Twitter? Oh yeah, Twitter was around. She said, I am devastated. Our, our, our um, a field correspondent says Tumblr was big in 2010. That's what she says. She says Tumblr I don't think was Tumblr big. was out in 2010. Was it? I wasn't alive then. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't alive. You were alive in 2010, just at the end of it. All right. Uh, yeah, so she wrote about Dr. Ryan. I am devastated. He was, one, he was the most amazing person I've ever known. Oh man, that almost seems like Stockholm syndrome to me. I mean, because she actually had a bad experience and this is what she was talking about on this podcast. So she said the surgery nearly cost her her life. She was in so much pain when she woke up, they had to give her so much Demerol that, that reportedly her heart stopped. Like that, that she said that she almost died from having all these plastic surgeries, which, you know, like I said, it's dangerous to do that much plastic surgery once. Like you're your cardiovascular system can like go into a, like you know a tailspin yeah. from being well, under not speed. only that i feel like that a doctor putting himself or herself through that like long of a surgery could like make them tired yeah like, i mean there is that long? aspect i mean i didn't even think about that because i would i would guess he probably had a team of people mm -hmm. where he see i do all my own stuff start to finish but that's kind of a rarity, a lot of plastic yeah, surgeons. Yeah, like I guess if he had like yeah. a certain physician for yeah. each procedure. But I mean, like, I, you're on the right track that it's just not safe for reasons one, two, three, four, five, you know, sure. down on. Like it's just not safe. Like I, like I said, I think it's like borderline Very criminal. Questionable. Yeah, borderline criminal. But she was, so, so she reportedly almost lost her life, uh, you know, because they, they said that she coded from having too much pain medication because she was in so much pain. And then she said her recovery was horrible, like so bad that she missed like work as an actress because you know her recovery lasted way longer than than she thought it was going to. She didn't go into it if she had any complications. I mean, that was, I don't, I, I, I don't think she did. Like nothing major outside of almost dying. I mean, you know, like mm -hmm. regular complications. Um, but the other thing that was really sad is that when she did that, it, it caused a big rift with her parents because she came out looking like a different person. And, you know, and her parents were like upset about that. They're like, why did you do this? Like you were more beautiful before. Now you're this like this fake Barbie doll. And then she got really, you know, upset about that. And she had a big rift, you know, with her folks. And so uh, here's one of the fours and afters. So I'm just going to point out things you can see. So on her the nose. Like yeah, that, so you, you can see how she's had a rhinoplasty. I saw another picture of her where I mean, I'm, I think the revision like didn't help her. Like to me, it made her nose look too thin. And I honestly... I think they went a little bit too far. The chin reduction, I mean, it's pretty subtle. The the breast augmentation or revision, I thought was a little bit out of control. Yeah, I mean, just, to me, that's just too much. I, I mean, she was beautiful before. Yeah, she was. She just you know. looks. I, I, she just looks more Hollywood. I just feel. Right I, I feel like so. that she was taken advantage of, honestly, by this doctor. You know, to for him well, to. She was, uh, she was new to the celebrity 
life and yeah. she had this doctor like right. oh, i'm choosing you out of all right. of and, these people and, and, and she mentions blah, blah, you know blah. like she's like say why well, it probably i got like a hundred thousand dollars in surgery for free like who would turn that down you know i mean but i don't and know she was probably thinking like when's the next time i'm gonna get be given this opportunity yeah. i better just i just i felt really it. sad for her you know hearing that story i just i think that she was taken advantage of and you know it, it's her own reports almost cost her life and uh you know I, I i just that doctor i mean you know i hate to speak ill about the dead but like i was really angry hearing all of that stuff that he yeah. did like that's just wrong you know anybody who does that kind of stuff should not be practicing medicine in my yeah. opinion so it's definitely another example of like how plastic like when you do too much it's never yeah. a good thing too yeah. much of anything is never yeah a good i think thing. that um you know so. so like what can we learn from this i mean if you're thinking about plastic surgery i mean if you have a plastic surgeon that is soliciting you know oh i i i want to do this surgery on you you know i think they should be wary also if you if you go in for a consult for one thing and then a plastic surgeon is suggesting you know five different other things i mean i think that you should be concerned about that because uh, the point like straight up emotional manipulation. It is there. right. I, I I agree with that. And so you know, and I, I know it happens frequently. I think I'm probably in the rarity where I'm not like a suggestive seller of plastic surgery. Like if you come in and you, you like know, if somebody comes in for a breast augmentation, you're not like you know I noticed something. Yeah, else. Like, now if they yeah. mention something, you know I'm happy to give my yeah. you know information. But like I said, if people say what do I need, I'm just like no, I don't. Sorry, I don't play that game. You're like, yeah, what do you need? Tell me. Yeah, you tell me what you, <laughs> you need. You could say, like, you need an elf ear. An yeah. elf ear? <laughs> yeah, you need to solicit I, I am going to start soliciting elf ears. I, I, I had to sneak it in. I do. I, it's been a couple weeks. I, we haven't talked about the elf ear. <laughs> I had to sneak it I in. I think before this show, like, ends, however it ends, whether in glory or in flames, like, I feel like I should do an elf ear surgery before it ends. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's gonna happen. I'm like one, two, three, not it. <laughs> I'm gonna say Sarah. <laughs> one, two, three. Like Travis, all right, buddy, let's go. Me, I have small ears, so it probably yeah, we'll have to find someone else. Yeah, it wouldn't look. I right. bet if I like, got online, I bet you anything, if I got um, you know, like TikTok or something, said, hey, I'll do a free elf ear surgery for anybody who wants. I bet I'd have like ten people call. Absolutely. Um, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me nervous. So, I mean, I may have to go and do. You're like, uh, you know what I may do? I mean, like if I was gonna, if I was gonna seriously do that, I'd probably go to a cadaver lab first. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. Like if I was gonna do that for real, I would go to a cadaver lab and do it on a cadaver first and yeah. make sure. I think I know I could do it. I feel like I have the skill. Healthier. Okay, so just to, to, to clarify, we got one week since we've had a bad. Pl We're not gonna count this guy because he's not around anymore. And it happened a long time ago. So we've had one week without a bad plastic surgeon story. And we've had zero weeks since a crazy Florida story. Yes. We're going to have to keep a running tab. And we've had zero weeks since an elf ear mention. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what all this means, but I feel like we should definitely keep tabs we don't, on We don't know what any of this means. I don't know what any of this means, but I think we should definitely keep tabs on. All right. I think that's about all we got time for. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week on Nip Talk. <laughs>